You're welcome once again to the Through Lenses podcast. My name is D, and I'm still your host. Now I know, I know, I've been absent for such a long time. I also wish we could have started the podcast earlier than this, but please do accept my sincere apologies. And I'm especially excited that you're here listening to this podcast, especially when we consider how topsy-turvy our world has been for these past few days. So I really like to appreciate all health workers. I know some of you are doctors, nurses, probably in training or probably already practicing. My heart goes out to you. You're doing a very big job. And we pray that really God helps you as you move forward in our work and our fight against coronavirus. Yep, you're welcome to mm, what you can call the premier episode of our podcast. And it is titled, What Do I Say When There's Nothing to Say? Now, I know, I know, I mean, another pep talk. But here, I would like to share a personal story. A few months ago, I was a co-host on a show at my university's radio station. And while while I was there, it was a really, really nice journey for me. At a particular point in time, I had to be on the show with an amazing co-host called Adiza. We were supposed to have an esteemed guest, and it was to be a normal day at the office. Our guest comes up, he gets a chair, we give him a glass of water, and then we just talk about health-based issues in the state. But for whatever reason that day, my story was designed to be different. (laughs) Uh, He had maybe a flat or one delay or another and had to come to the studio a little later than we originally planned. And you know, life goes on. Life doesn't really care about what it is that happens to you. Whether you have a flat or you have a stain on your shirt, life still goes on. Whatever meeting you have slated would more often than not still hold as planned. I had to, we had to start the show. And we had to find a way to fill in the gaps until our guest came up on the show. I had to have a conversation with Adiza. And she picked a topic that was comfortable with her. And she assumed, rightly so, that it would be comfortable with me considering my training and experience in that field, as well as the talking industry. But I don't know, I think, <laughs> I think all my mojo left me that day. And I was put on this spot and it was time to have a conversation that I could not handle properly. So what did I do? Now, if this was a radio show, this way I'll say, oh, and now we're going to go on a commercial break. But there's no commercial break here. We just have to keep talking. I I had to first acknowledge the fact that I was deficient in this subject. So I told Hadiza, I, I wrote it, I picked a piece of paper and wrote a note to her saying that <laughs> I'm blank. <laughs> Essentially that day in the studio, when she picked up that topic, I turned on her mic and said, Oh, so Diola and I will talk about this, this, this. I mean I was dazed. I was completely winded. So the first thing for me was acknowledging the fact that this is a place where I am not so good, not so good. So essentially, I had to acknowledge my deficiency. And then the next step for me was to seek support. I told Hadiza that, okay, I can't do this, but we're going to have to wing it. And then I sought for her help. She was sitting on the other end of the studio. And as she was asking her questions, she was mounting the answers to me. She was gesticulating. She was basically helping me, guiding me through this process. So sometimes when life places you on the spot and puts the spotlight directly in your eyes and gives you a topic that you're not essentially grounded upon, the first thing you need to do, the first place that you need to come to is a place of self-acknowledgement, where you understand that this thing 
is not something that is my strong point. And then seek for help. You see, no man is an island. We are not the we are not a single unit. We're placed in people, we're placed in communities, we have various lenses, so we can see life from various angles and through our various lenses. Seek for help, basically. That is people the people around you are I mean Yoruba people have a particular saying. They say that in Yolasho, loosely translated to people are the clothes that you wear. That is to cover your nakedness, or in my case that day in the studio to cover your deficiencies. Well, another thing that I did that day in the studio was that I cracked, I decided to crack like jokes. Now, if you know me, you know humor is not necessarily my strong point, but I was still able to loosen the atmosphere. When you find yourself in situations where there is nothing to say, but you have to say something, an essential skill is the ability to loosen the atmosphere. Do not get sucked into the abyss of strain. Try not to get strained. So Adiza and I threw light jokes around in the studio. She was saying things. I was basically rephrasing her statements. And at the end of the day, we were able to move through the time that was required until, thankfully, our guest walked in the studio. At the end of the day, when I asked a friend how the show went, and he was like, oh, that was really nice. I enjoyed your small talk. I almost, almost enjoyed it um, like way better than the actual episode. <laughs> Man, I just laughed. <laughs> this boy did not even know how I winged this thing. You just understand that there will be times like this when you have to handle blank spaces. Acknowledge it. Seek for support. Find your balance. And then you'll thrive. Well, another segment of this episode is how to talk to people when you have nothing to say. Now, I know a lot of us young people, we've had to go on dates. We've had to have dinner, lunch with a couple of people that we are just meeting for the first time. And then we're like, okay, so how do I express myself to this person? How do we have a meaningful conversation that will not be awkward at the end of the day? Now, you need to know that being interesting is not the aim. You're not a comedian. You're not supposed to go there to make your date laugh. Yes, you should have a good time, but having a good time is more important than being funny. It is more important than being interesting. Because if you're just meeting a person for the first time, what is the assurance that the things that you consider to be a joke will be funny to your partner? So come to a place where you accept that I am not obliged to be interesting i'm not obliged to be funny she's not expected to laugh at all my jokes and then accept this and begin to work from there how do you work from there understand that questions work ask a question about this person what do you do for a living what subjects interest you what kind of books do you read give a person give your partner the other person on the other end of the table an opportunity to express his or her own opinions towards life's issues. And then, people like to feel important. Whether we like it or not, you like to feel important, I like to feel important. What is the best way to make a person feel important? Ask, oh, what do you think about this thing? Make a person understand that their opinion matters, your partner's opinion matters to you. And this can be expressed by the kind of questions that you ask. Well, another skill, another tip that I have for you is the fact that food is general. Talk about food. I mean, well, if you're in Africa, we find out, if you're in Nigeria, we find out that we have almost the same class of food across all geopolitical zones. Talk about, oh, how do you like your rice? Jollof or fried? As simple as that. Oh, do you eat pounded? Can you pound? Do you like pepper? And then little questions, little questions like that basically opens up the conversation sphere 
and then reduces the tension level on your table. Knowing it all is not the goal. You're not an island of knowledge. You're not supposed to know every single thing. So feel free to tell a person, oh, I do not know much about this, but how about you tell me what you think about this particular thing? Be expressive. Do not be stuck up in your own zone. Do not be a one-word person. Do not be rude. Do not be closed up. Do not be tightened up. Losing up, smile, laugh, crack a joke, talk about the food you're eating, talk about the movie you're seeing. Just generally be expressive. And then finally, I'd like to let you know that there's something that is called a comfortable silence. Sometimes you can have interludes between your conversations. Have times when you basically just soak in the atmosphere, listen to the background music, let the ambience get to you. Do not all be all chatty all the time. Give your partner a couple minutes to just think and calm down, you know, settle down. And then you find out that you have a lot of things to say when there's actually nothing to say. It was really nice having this conversation with you. Once again, I welcome you to Through Lenses Podcast with D. My name is D, and I hope that next time on the show, you'll be here. Well, not here, but like on the other end. <laughs> and uh, we just generally get to talk and you know, express our opinions as we see them through our lenses. Now, you know that the um you received a mail, obviously, for this link from through lenses podcast at gmail.com do please feel free to send back your your um your feedback i need your feedback i need to know what you think i need to know how we can make our community better i need to understand what it is that you have me do and then importantly i'd like to know what you want to talk about if there's anything that you feel that we should talk about here on true lenses do send a mail even if you can put it together in one sentence that can be a topic you can paint a scenario for me and let's just look through it together and see how we can have quality conversations that matter see you next time on true lenses my name is d and i love you to pieces